Good afternoon. Happy Friday to all of those around. Uh, unfortunately, scheduling is tough with the president. He's uh, a busy guy. He's out there doing doing the Lord's yeah, work. Manhandling the athletic department for Simon Fraser uh, as he single-handedly pumps his team back into place. Well, I guess him and Amar Domon. I was going to say, since we're on the topic, did you see... The 25th? The 25th, yeah. Save the day. <laughs> Uh, Amar is matching, like, what, the first 50 donations up to a half a million dollars? Yeah, he said, I, I can't remember, there was uh, the BC Lions Twitter account, or the BC Lions social media team put out the video, it was Amar Doman saying he was going to match X number of donations up to, like, I think it was, like, 500 500k, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, in lieu of today, like we talked about on Tuesday, we recorded this our, that episode on Monday night, and we're like, we were supposed to get East-West Bowl rosters today. We didn't get the rosters today. Well, they dropped on the Tuesday. Um, so we've had a couple days to digest these as we are in Thursday night, headed into a weekend. Uh, Connor, do you have any plans this weekend? We're gonna we're gonna delay this. We've teased the East-West Bowl rosters. Only because I, I have, only because I have cool plans this weekend. So I'm asking your plans selfishly, so that you hopefully ask me about mine afterwards. <laughs> what if I, what if I just told you what I was doing and then just moved on? I was like, all right, now let's talk about. The eat. I wouldn't <laughs> do that. I wouldn't do that to you. Um, I do, I do. I am playing my first. I don't know. Like, I guess our avid listeners know you and I are, are big golfers, but I'm playing my first round of the year on sunday out here in eastern ontario um i'm excited i'm excited oh Tell me, give lovely. it give it to me though what are you doing what are you doing Stop okay holding so back here my brother is officially tied to this publicly my brother is a civil engineer for tomlinson construction group uh out of ottawa and currently his project is right between where i live and brockville uh, where we grew up, and he is redoing one of the bridges over top of the uh, 401. So <clears throat> they have to completely reroute traffic off the 401. They have to close the entire highway down. Uh, and then they bring out a bunch of heavy machinery and they demolish a bridge. So by Friday night, I'm going to be watching a bunch of 70-ton, 65-ton <laughs> machines demolish an old standing bridge very nerdy but uh very cool i like to see things get broken down and uh yeah i oh, I, okay. I know someone that is going to let me observe i guess if you like to watch things break down i'll get my buddies to send you a video of me on sunday <laughs> and by that you're talking about your knees aren't you <laughs> i'm talking about me absolutely being the no i'm not uh i'm not too crazy on the golf course i'm not a good enough golfer to be that uh that much of a hardo oh god too Some hard a sport. Though. it's too hard a sport to be like <laughs> upset that it, you're bad at it like yeah Just enjoy it's hard crack a drink yeah uh all right connor there's some things that I would like to get to with these East-West Bowl rosters. Do we want to go through each roster and just kind of... No, I, I, I don't think we... No, 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 no. 
not to not read off full full rosters because people can go to usports.ca and find that thing for themselves but uh i'm saying just go through the east side highlight a couple guys go through the west side highlight a couple guys let the people know yeah, that's where I was, that's what i was going to kind of start with was just guys that i'm really excited that we get to see up close uh for a week honestly i'm just going to rule out two off the hop because they're kind of cheap picks for us because we've talked about these guys so much uh keegan vanek queens db hell effing yeah let's go uh and the other one somehow playing on the western roster Kevin, TK, Victome. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I we both had this like slight pause when we were reading through the roster and it goes east <laughs> and then west. Where like you finish the east roster and you're like, wait a second. TK is not here. And then this little bit of internal panic started, and I'm like, well, where is he? Where did where did he go? Is he not is he not going back to Ottawa anywhere? And then you get to the bottom of the West roster and he's right there. So, uh, it works out. And we get two Unreal DB choices off the bat. So, Connor, who else are you looking at? I'll stay on the east side here, and I'm going to go straight to the trenches. I think uh, one of my favorite parts about the East-West Bowl is just watching, you know, the the best of the best in the trenches go head-to-head. Because we know there's a lot of good talent in the in the OUA. We get to see that firsthand. We don't get to see the RSEC every year. We don't get to see the Can Can West every year. Um, and we don't get to see the AUS every year. So I'm going to the offensive line on the east side, but I am gonna stay in the OUA. Patrick Lavoie from the Carlton Ravens, six five, six five, three twenty-seven. I'm curious to see how he moves. I know he's an aggressor at the point of attack, but I'm just curious to see what he looks like and what he's going to look like against, uh, you know, some of the nation's best. All right. Very nice pick. Uh, I'm excited for him as well. Uh, offensive line for me at West, Daniel Shin uh, from U of A. Uh, I feel like we get spoiled with these golden bears uh, and the types of talent that they just push out each year. But on defense, Connor, I have two guys. Luke Brubaker. Lori Goldenhawk, Darian Newell, Queens Gales. For anyone that watched Queens football this year, Darian Newell is a monster on the defensive line. He can jump gaps. He can get after the passer. Uh, strong against the run. Super excited. And Luke Brubaker, Connor, 6'6", 250. And he's a Laurie Golden Hawk, which means you know he's going to be coached well. He's going to be athletic. I'm excited. This trench uh, battle is setting out to be amazing. Amazing. I will die on this hill. Whether they go league or not, they always have good days at the combine. Maybe not always, but it seems like they do anyways. I like that pick a lot. Uh, and, and I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to stay right on those Laurier Golden Hawks, but I'm going to go to the offensive side of the ball and I'm going to their offensive backfield. Dude, dude, Tanner Nelms is on this list. I have to do it. He was one of the most dominant backs in the OUA last season, ran for ever, forever. 
uh, <laughs> I, I, re- <laughs> I can't remember the total yardage, so I'm just going to say he ran forever because uh, it seemed like every time he touched the ball, you were seeing the the back of his jersey because he was running down the field. <laughs> All right. Uh, in terms of skill players, Connor, we have a treat. And it's on the Western team. There's four guys. There's even more than four, but there's four guys that just jump to me. Jackson Cooling, Nigel LaGood, OUA guys. Yep. Deshaun Mims, big play from the Regina Rams. And the final one, A.K. Gasama. Connor, this guy can fly, flat out, capital F-L-Y, fly. And getting him on the field with quarterbacks, Evan Hillock and Kinsale Phillip, is going to be interesting. Because he's going to be taking the top off some defenses. And if anyone felt kind of the fire, unrightfully so, after the Yates Cup, and the national semifinal, it was Evan Hillock. Oh, just system quarterback can only play when they're running 40 times. Blah, blah, blah. Evan Hillock has a damn arm. And Connor, there's no better pairing to do a full-on display for all the coaches. Yeah, and I mean, you talk about guys that are good route runners, quick, have the quickness, have the agility, have the speed. Um, Evan Hillock, who is his guy all season long at Western? So on Magnet Jones, a quick twitchy guy that can make plays over the middle, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm excited what I'm excited to see what Evan Hillock's going to be able to do with the talent that surrounds him on the Western side of this East West Bowl. I want to jump hey, back to the AK Gasama nation leader in yard per catch. Yeah. With uh 20.8 yards total. He's a he's a baller. I'm very excited to see how he's going to get used and and the ways in which Evan Hillock is going to be able to find him downfield. Um, but I do want to flip this around and go to the eastern side of things. You already mentioned Keegan Vanek on the defensive side of the ball, but they also have some really good playmakers coming in from the AUS, like a Daniel Bell from Mount A. Yeah, the the AUS guys are interesting. I think uh, they have a good chance, like. The last couple of years, Connor, we've seen some freakish athletes come out of St. Mary's. We know X always has a good roster. Um, Mount Allison has some guys like Reese Martin in this year's draft. Um, interesting programs that, you know what, they may not have the 45-man talent to compete with a Laval or a uh, Saskatchewan for an entire game, but individual athletes are there. And I, people are going to crush me and be like, oh, well, it wasn't even that big of a blowout in the national semifinal. Saskatchewan had to put the rock on the turf five times for it to be a close game. Okay, let's let's take a pause here. Um, anyone on the East offense that you're looking for? I know we've, we've talked a lot about the West offense with Nelms and the stack of receivers that they have. Potentially, it could be a Simon Fraser player. Because as we kind of alluded to on the Tuesday episode, it came true. They are in the East-West Bowl. Uh, So Simon Fraser being represented as a de facto U-Sports school. 
yeah, they are going to have three players playing on the eastern side of things. They have a running back, a receiver, and a defensive back. They have running back Gideon Kramer. They have receiver Sam Davenport, and they have defensive back Jarrell Cummings. So three SFU players, but that's not who I want to highlight on the east side of things. I have a bit of a sleeper pick here uh, on for the playmakers on the offensive side of the ball for the Eastern team. And sure, this one's going to sound a little bit biased. I know we already did talk about TK, Kevin Victome as well, but I'm going Nicholas Gendron. Yeah. Wide receiver from the University of Ottawa. He's a playmaker, man. And I think uh, I, I think he's a sleeper to kind of show some stuff, just like Daniel Odejo did at the Combine. Kyle Shabbat. 5'7", 173 is my sleeper pick on offense for the East. He's Carter. everywhere. He's all over the field. They get the ball Just to him. He makes like, what can you say about him? He is the ultimate yak guy. Uh, the 5'7 right. version have, of Golden Tate, man. I do have one bone to pick with the East-West Bowl. Glenn, this is directed at you, my man. Glennie Constantine. What the hell are we doing here? Throwing a backup quarterback. I understand that he's probably looking to transfer to a new school, so they have to put that he's at Laval. But what are we doing here? Come on, guys. If we want to make this a legitimate game, we can't be putting a backup quarterback at bat. What about, hold on, if it's for the East team, instead of having a backup, we go with a guy like Ben Miracle, who has been at the CFL uh, camp mentorship program, who was just at the CFL combine as an underclassman, which means he is not yet of age to be drafted for this year. What 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 is the what is the worriedness to go away from him if he truly is a potential? player why not or we could go with another underclassman who is there in Eli Hetlinger you never know but either way we have Thomas Bullduke the backup to Arnaud the king uh and we have Anthony Robichaud from Sherbrooke on the east side yeah yeah I'm I'm with you on the the Bullduke thing I mean nothing against him as a quarterback but he went one one for three for seven yards this season. Or we have a guy, you know, like Ben Miracle, who this season through 95 or through 160 attempts, completed 95, was throwing for 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns. And yeah, I mean, they, they've kind of, the OUA anyways, they've kind of built him a little bit more. He's kind of featured in some more promotional material this here and there. Um, and he tested really well at the combine too. So I don't know, maybe it was kind of a pseudo, oh, well, he was at the combine thing. Maybe it doesn't want to over, I don't know, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I would, I would like to hope that it was at least offered or considered, uh, for Ben Miracle. Um, my other thought was Salas Fagnon, but as we looked, it's, he's only like technically a second year player. Yeah, um, according to their according to the X website, he's listed as like a second year eligibility player. What about Jonathan Senecal for going second years, right? Like, and this kind of comes into play uh, with what on we the were West, saying on Tuesday too. 
on the West, we have Evan Hillock and Sealfield. Don't really have any complaints there. Uh, I think both are 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 fine. Yeah, uh, they'll get a good chance to see. Everyone's going to be watching Evan Hillock um, once again, unrealistically closely. Uh, but this kind of goes hand in hand with what we were saying earlier in the week, Connor. And we got some pushback on it, like, "Oh, I can't really see someone being sent to East West Bowl three times in a row." Which is fair. Why the hell I not? Mean- if we if we know that Garrett Rooker was a great freshman quarterback for UBC, or we know that Alex Freakin is the damn dude for Queens, we're gonna put a backup quarterback in, and we're not gonna put in Alex Freakin. And then next year, what are we gonna say? Oh, well, he already had his chance to play. No, come on. Put the best players in if the best players are there. The best players are here and they're not going. So we have to deal with having a backup quarterback in place. Yeah, I mean, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, I, I totally get that side of things, and I'm I'm with you there 100%. Like, I want to see the best players playing in this game. Um, but I, I, like, I can see schools not sending guys three years in a row. But from, like, my standpoint, if I was, you know, if I had the opportunity to go three years in a row and I really wanted to make a run at trying to make myself a CFL prospect, if I was getting three years of tape against the best athletes in U sports across the nation, I would want the opportunity to have that tape, especially if, you know, being a draft eligible player and, and working towards the CFL was a goal of mine as a university athlete. Like I would value having that tape. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. And I don't know. We're just being nitpicky at this point. Like I'm Thomas Bullduke did quarterback them two years ago. He was, he was good uh like if we look at the 21 year like it's not like he was this brutal quarterback he uh no not with like over a thousand yards three touchdowns he ran for a lot of touchdowns too if i'm not mistaken yeah um i'm not trying to say like come on what are we doing yeah that's my my thing is like ben miracle was the starting quarterback on his team this year Thomas Bolduc was not. This is the 2023 East West Bowl. We are going off of the results from the 2022 season. I would hope anyways. And by those metrics, if you have two three-year eligibility guys and Ben Miracle had these stats or whoever, like Eli Hetlinger, like whoever else, I think like a starting quarterback should be playing in the like the quote unquote all star game of. of Are we ready for this? <clears throat> this season, Thomas Bullduke threw for how many percentage wise of Arnaud Desjardins yards? Oh, oh, probably like point zero 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 two. Try point two seven percent. Of Jardine's total yards. I had the right digit, but I did not have the decimal point in the right place. No, you didn't. Uh, but no, I, I like where where we are with the uh, East-West Bowl. I think it's building into something that, like we said, um, but I'm excited. We are under two weeks away or just over two weeks away. Three weeks, I guess. Um from McMaster, from being there. I can't wait. 
Yeah, I, I'm very excited for the East West Bowl to return. I'm excited to get my feet back on the turf at an East West Bowl and kind of be there again because it's such a fun event. But we also have the CFL draft coming up May 2nd. That is like two weeks away. Less than now at this point, but basically two weeks away. So I think uh, we're going to hit it hard here on the draft stuff. Uh, next week. We, next we only week. Got, we got it. We only got two weeks coming here. So keep it locked to our social channels at CF Perspective everywhere at Connor R. O'Neill at Wade Zank on Twitter, Instagram, wherever for all this draft content that we are going to be pushing out because it's the best time of the year and we're getting close. All right, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy sunshine if you are so lucky, like Connor, to be golfing. And stay tuned for next week, where we will hopefully for the third week in a row promise you Jim Mullen uh, scheduling should get a little bit better. 